The World Health Organization warns there might never be a silver bullet for the coronavirus as global cases surpass 18 million. Russia now looking to register the world's first ever vaccine against COVID-19 within the next 10 days. And Philippine senators grill PhilHealth officials over allegations of corruption. Good afternoon, I'm Stanley Palisada. Dateline Philippines begins right now. organization warns there may never be a silver bullet for COVID-19 as the number of global infections soared past 18 million. The WHO says any hope of ending the current cycle of outbreaks and lockdowns rests on a vaccine. But governments and citizens should not just sit around waiting for one. Instead, the WHO urged people to observe measures that are already known to work. A number of vaccines are now in phase three clinical trials, and we all hope to have a number of effective vaccines that can help prevent people from infection. However, there is no silver bullet at the moment, and there might never be. For now, stopping outbreaks comes down to the basics of public health and disease control. Testing, isolating, and treating patients and tracing and quarantining their contacts. Do it all. Inform, empower, and listen to communities. Do it all. For individuals, it's about keeping physical distance, wearing a mask, cleaning hands regularly, and coughing safely away from others. Do it all. Based on the latest tally by Johns Hopkins University, confirmed COVID-19 cases are now at nearly 18.2 million. Deaths are nearing the 700,000 mark, while more than 10.8 million have recovered from the disease. The U.S. remains the worst-hit country, followed by Brazil and India. Here in the Philippines, confirmed coronavirus cases have exceeded 106,000. That's after the Philippine Health Department reported more than 3,000 new infections Monday. The death toll is now at 2,104, while recoveries are over 65,800. Local researchers initially estimated coronavirus cases may reach 150,000 by the end of August. But they now expect the infections to be reduced significantly after President Duterte reimposed stricter quarantine measures in parts of the country. As Metro Manila shifts to stricter quarantine measures, a Philippine nurses group hopes government can finally address the lack of manpower in hospitals amid a pandemic. Filipino Nurses United President Maristela Benohar says they had formally raised this issue to the Interagency Task Force on COVID-19 back in April, but it remains to be unresolved until now. Amin na pong inilapag ang aming mga recommendation in terms of uh, work hours, patient load ng mga nurses. Although sinasabi ng ating mga uh, management sa DOH hospitals na, well, talaga namang ang standard ratio ng DOH is 1 nurse to 12 patients. Pero ang amin pong paliwanag dito ay 
kaiba itong situation ngayon. Yeah. This time, under pandemic ng uh, COVID, walang kasamang any relative ang ating mga patients. They are on their own. Kaya may mga extra na kailangang nursing care na ibigay. Quarantine passes will once again be required as authorities impose stricter lockdowns in Metro Manila and nearby provinces. Checkpoints will also be set up at the borders of cities and provinces. More from Ina Reformina. Ernalyn's family moved to a different house in the middle of the general community quarantine. With Metro Manila reverting to stricter lockdown, she found out that their quarantine pass is nowhere to be found. Sabi po nila, baka hanapin po ulit yung quarantine pass. Eh, hindi ko na po makita. Motorcycle delivery rider Alvin has also lost his quarantine pass. Meron ako nun eh, kaya lang uh, sa katagalan, hindi na napansin. The Pandemic Interagency Task Force says quarantine passes will once again be required until August 18th in Metro Manila and the provinces of Laguna, Cavite, Rizal and Bulacan to limit the movement of people and prevent the further spread of COVID-19. Kailangan lang ay mga necessity lang, essentials yung purpose ng paglabas at ibabalik din yung quarantine passes yan. Bibili dito the LG kung paano implement. Other guidelines will also be in place in areas under the Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine or MECQ, such as strict home quarantine in all households, especially for those 20 years old and below and 60 years old and up. Those with immunodeficiencies, comorbidities, chronic illnesses, and other health risks, and pregnant women. Leaving the home is limited to accessing essential goods and services, and work in authorized offices and industries. Individual outdoor exercise is allowed, such as walking, jogging, running, and biking. Mass gatherings are prohibited. Religious gatherings limited to five individuals. Authorized government and humanitarian activities are allowed. Face-to-face -face learning and tutorials are not allowed. Checkpoints will once again be set up at the borders of cities and provinces reverted to MECQ. Only authorized persons outside of residence or APOR are allowed to pass. para mabilis ang magiging proseso pagdating sa checkpoint. At kinihiling din natin ang inyong pangunawa at pasensya dahil kahit kayo upward, paparahin kayo. The National Task Force Against COVID-19 explains government's approach in addressing the pandemic must be flexible and adaptive. Pagka may nakita tayo na medyo nakikita natin na medyo mayroong uh, hindi na mamanage, kailangan medyo mag-fallback tayo ng konti at uh, ating sa ayos. Authorities emphasize public cooperation is key in the success of the returning enhanced quarantine measures. Inara Formina, ABS-CBN News. Dozens of flights canceled after the Philippine government placed several areas, including Metro Manila, back under stricter lockdown. Philippine Airlines and Cebu Pacific have suspended all domestic flights to and from Manila until August 14. But PAL says commercial flights between Clark, Cebu, Davao, and cities other than Manila will remain operational. Cebu Pacific has also canceled international flights to and from Manila. As for Air Asia, 
It has updated its flight schedule. The carriers are offering several options for affected passengers, such as rebooking their flights free of charge or getting a full refund. Grab Philippines also suspending its Grab Car services. This is in line with the Philippine government's guidelines on the modified enhanced community quarantine, which restricts public transportation. Other Grab services will continue operations. Grab Food and Grab Mart will remain operational from 6 in the morning until midnight. Grab Express will also be online 24-7, as well as Grab Pay. Philippine Senator Panfilo Lacson is frustrated over President Duterte's persistent defense of Health Secretary Francisco Duque, despite mounting calls for Duque's resignation. Lacson says 14 senators have already urged Duque to step down from his post. Some groups have also renewed their call for Duque to leave the DOH after health workers publicly aired their grievances on government's response to the pandemic. Hindi kakailangan sa Department of Health na si Duque po ay incompetent at walang silbi, walang kwenta sa pag-lead ng DOH at ng, uh, IAT, uh, ng IATF sa pagsuk po ng uh, COVID-19. Importation. So nagtatagpo ang uh, Committee on Ways and Means ng isa pong grupo para po... At the lower house, Ways and Means Committee Chairman Joey Salceda tells the health department it needs to shape up and prove to the public it is in control of the health crisis. Philippine Senator Nancy Binay, meanwhile, believes if the president won't fire his health chief, then maybe the decision to step down should come from Secretary Francisco Duque himself. Binay has long called for a different leadership at the DOH ever since the Senate hearings on the COVID-19 crisis in February showed what she says are gaps in the agency's response. She adds up to now, there are small but important details the DOH has yet to iron out. Wala tayong communication plan on how we can teach our people what to do. Uh, for example, ikaw Christian, pag nagkaroon ka ng symptoms of COVID, would you know how to get a swab test? Mm. And kung wala kang pambili, uh, pambayad dun sa swab test, eh, would you know what number to call, where to go? Maybe it's high time for the secretary to do some soul searching kung if he really can do the job. Baka kailangan sa kanya namang galing. Former and current officials of the Philippine Health Insurance Corporation or PhilHealth face off virtually as the Senate begins its investigation into alleged irregularities in the agency. Whistleblower Thorson Keith, PhilHealth's former anti-fraud legal officer, says 15 billion pesos have been stolen from the agency by an alleged syndicate. Board member Alejandro Cabading also backed Keith's claims over an IT budget proposal supported by PhilHealth Chief Ricardo Morales that allegedly contain questionable and overpriced items. On or about December 15, 2019, the IT sector submitted its original budget request for approval by the Board of Directors in the amount of $2.1 The proposal, however, had no specific details, so the Board rejected it. They keep on submitting bad and scrambled data in an attempt to confuse the board. Management seems to be tolerating this fraudulent act. Morales, meanwhile, denies any irregularity in the IT budget proposal. He also insists corruption in the agency already existed, even before he became the head.
we are witnessing the latest edition of what is turning out to be an annual bash field health frenzy that gets the PCEO fired, the executives dragged over the coals, the board replaced, and renewed promises of change and reform declared. Kahit linggo-linggo ho tayo magpapalit ng presidente, hindi ho mawawala ang problema ito. Next year, if the right thing is not done, of the 240 billion plan benefit expenditure, this potential loss will balloon to 18 billion. I have maintained from day one of my tenure that the main solution to the systematic fraud problem lies in a robust, integrated, and harmonized information management system, running a clean, complete, and updated membership database. Still at the Senate hearing a lot of confusion and debates regarding PhilHealth's so-called interim reimbursement mechanism, or IRM. Senator Panfilo Lacson questioned why the state insurer prioritized budget releases under IRM to dialysis centers and maternity providers when they had other programs that cover such. PhilHealth Senior Vice President Rudolfo del Rosario insists the IRM does not just cover COVID-19. But PhilHealth Board of Directors member Susan Mercado disagrees. The debates come as another board member, Alejandro Cabading, warns PhilHealth's finances may not even last until the end of this year. Russia now looking to register the world's first ever vaccine against COVID-19 within the next 10 days. Moscow's Gamaleya Institute and the Russian Direct Investments Funds announced it's already preparing for registration after they completed clinical tests of the new drug. Russia's defense ministry says the trials unequivocally showed the development of an immune response in all volunteers with no side effects. The developers add they will soon have the capacity to produce hundreds and thousands of vaccines each month and hopefully to several million by the beginning of next year. Once the registration certificate is obtained, the vaccine will begin to be supplied among the country's population, first among the members of special groups such as doctors and teachers, while a mass vaccination is scheduled for October. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Stanley Palisarek and watch highlights, recaps and exclusive content of our shows online.